Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Bad Apple. I'm Riley. I'm Helen. And today's a bit of a interesting one. Not something we've done before. Something we do all the time. What? Shared delusions. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> not something we've talked about before. <laughs> we don't talk. We don't tell people about that. <laughs> one time, I did have a shared delusion with Riley. Me too. Wow. Maybe it's him. Our housemate Riley. Yeah, not this. Not one. me. Whoa. That's uncanny. That is uncanny. Independent of each other. What was yours? Um, We were both at a party and we thought we saw a girl run out like of the house with no shoes on. Mm -hmm. But she actually did. So it wasn't a shared delusion. Like she left. Yeah. (laughs) But in the moment, he like really tripped me into believing it. Yeah. He tripped me into believing it. And he's just like that. (laughs) It's not a shared delusion thing. (laughs) Did it happen? What did you guys see? It definitely didn't happen. We saw like... We were standing in the kitchen and we saw the whole bench move. (laughs) (laughs) Our, like, marble bench that we have. It definitely didn't move. Did a boogie woogie. Yeah, it went... (laughs) And, like, moved and then moved back. But it didn't move at all. We both saw it. And he convinced you into it. And we looked at each other and we were like, that just moved. Anyway, enough about our shared delusions. (laughs) Let's talk about the Trump family. Mm. Not Trump. Trump. Have you ever watched the show Welcome to Plathville? No. Okay, well, this family gives me major Plath vibes. Okay. If you've, if anyone, if you've ever watched Welcome to Plathville, firstly, I love that show. <laughs> Secondly, this is just the Australian Plaths. Hmm. Also, I also can't stop imagining this whole story as like a big role-playing game and... You know, like, if you're on, like, GTA or something, but you can, like, switch characters, and you run around and you have to do missions, but you've, like, just started playing the game, so you're not really good at it yet, so you actually, you're not doing the missions at all, you're just running around, like, doing random shit. (laughs) Or, like, when you first land in Fortnite, and you know what you need to do, but first you need to go run around and get all the wood and shit to build. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's what this is like. Maybe a bad analogy, but that's what was going on in my head Mm. the whole time I was writing it. There's a few characters in here. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And they all like are off doing their own thing. Yeah. Should we just, should we just get into it? Please. Okay. Mark Trump, 51, and his wife, Jacoba, 53, and their kids, Rihanna, 29, Mitchell, 25, and Ella, 22, lived in Sylvan, a fruit-growing suburb on the outskirts of Melbourne, where they all lived and worked at their successful red-currant farm and adjacent earth-moving business. People who knew the Trumps described them as a normal, hard-working family. On Monday, August the 29th, 2016, Mark and Jacoba, who went by Kobe, and their kids got into Ella's grey Peugeot SUV in the morning and headed north, They took some cash, but left all their valuables in their house unlocked. The road trip was going to be off the grid and untraceable. They got to Warburton, 32 kilometres into the journey, when Mark and Kobe realised that Mitchell had brought his mobile phone along. They forced him to throw the phone out the car window, fearing that the device would be used to track them. After this, they continued north towards the Victorian New South Wales border. You couldn't do that now. Well, you could, but... Yeah, they'd be good, I guess. Back before borders were a thing. They'd be good at making that curfew. You're right. They'd be hurtling for their border. <laughs> You're right. They drove through the night, and by Tuesday morning, the family had reached Bathurst in New South Wales, 800 kilometres away from their home. 
But Mitchell, who had been forced to throw his phone away, was becoming increasingly frustrated with his family, and he decided to make his way back to their Melbourne home. But without a car or a phone, he had to make his way to Sydney and then catch the overnight train back to Melbourne. He left the family in Bathurst at 7am on Tuesday morning. He up and left? That's when you know it's bad. Yeah. Like the family trip. Yeah. It's gone a bit too far. You catch the overnight train home. Yeah, with no phone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The rest of the family continued their journey and arrived at the Janolan Caves, which is near the Blue Mountains, around an hour southeast of Bathurst. This is where the situation takes another turn, and the family start engaging in increasingly odd behaviour. The two sisters, Rihanna and Ella, stole a car and started the three-hour drive south to Goulburn, seemingly on their way back to the family home in Sylvan. But in Goulburn, something happened which caused Rihanna and Ella to go separate ways. Apparently, Ella had wanted to return to the farm to feed the horses, so she continued in the stolen car back to Sylvan, but Rihanna didn't go with her. They instead parted ways at a petrol station in Goulburn. Wonder what went down. In Goulburn? Yeah. Don't know. Thought they had the same mission. Go home. I guess Rihanna changed her mind. Apparently. Don't know where she thought she was going to go. Later in the afternoon, a stranger, Keith Whitaker, felt a kick to the back of his seat while driving out of Goulburn. First of all, that's screwed up. Could you imagine? You just turn around and there's someone in your car. No, like you're driving and someone kicks, like you think you're alone oh. and someone kicks the back of your seat. Go and shit myself. You'd be swerving all over the place. Yeah. Keith held it together. When he turned around, he found Rihanna Trump, who had been attempting to steal a ride in the back of his car. He said, quote, I turned around and saw two legs stretched across the back between my seat and the floor. She was lying on the floor. I got an extreme shock. So she must have gotten in his car at the petrol station that Ella left her at. I guess so. He pulled up, he goes in to pay. That would explain. I feel like that's the only place you'd leave your car, like, unlocked. unlocked. I don't even do that. Uh Uh-uh, not here in Brunswick, honey. No one's going to find their way to the back of your car. No. Rihanna was described as being in a catatonic state and was unable to give any personal details or identify where she was or what she was doing. Keith called the police, who took Rihanna to the Goulburn Hospital, where she was treated for stress-related issues. By the afternoon of Tuesday, Mark and Kobe were officially considered missing persons after Rihanna and Ella reported them missing to authorities in Goulburn. Police arrived at the Trump family house in Sylvan. The doors were unlocked and all their cars were there with the keys in the ignition, except for Ella's SUV. Inside, passports, bank cards and phones were found alongside piles of documents relating to the business side of the farm. They weren't messy, but rather neatly ordered. Ella arrives back in Sylvan on Tuesday evening and is met by police at the house. On Wednesday morning, Mitchell arrives back at the family home, where Ella is waiting with the police. After his long, long pilgrimage. Yeah. On public transport. (laughs) Yeah, Mitchell has caught the overnight train. And then the overnight train goes to Southern Cross. And then he's got And then he's had to PT, no phone, all the way through Melbourne out to the, towards the Yarra Ranges. Like the opposite side of town. Like a, like an hour and a half the other way. By car. So what, three hours on PT? And he must have had everything else he needed. He must have just had superhuman... But also a Mikey and a credit card. <laughs> Maybe he just... I would have been fair evaded. No, he couldn't have he would fair have had, He would have had cash. He would have had cash. He could have right, bought a Mikey. Right, yeah. Or a V-line ticket. 
or whatever. Wouldn't have even been V-Line. What's the I would interstate have been train? I would have been relying on my Apple Pay, which would have been thrown out the window. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, who has cash? Yeah. Oh, no, how much it costed? To get from Sydney to Melbourne. Yeah. I actually think it's pretty expensive. I think yeah. it's, it's quite comparable to a plane ticket. Yeah. Yeah. So how much cash did the man have? I don't know. Anyway, that I would like to see. A documentary. Me too. <laughs> his, um, his trip. So at this point, Rihanna, Ella, and Mitchell are all accounted for. So the three kids. Mm-hmm. Rihanna is in Goldburn Hospital. Mitchell caught the train home, and Ella drove the stolen car. Police in New South Wales searched the Janolan Caves area for Mark and Kobe, but they had already left the area. They had driven back into Victoria and stopped in the town of Wangaratta. 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 Or the rural city of Wangaratta. Its full name? The Wang. Show some respect for the, the Wang. What do you call it? The Wang. The Wang. Wang. Why not the Ratter? I think because Ballarat's the rat. <laughs> so this has to be the Wang. You can't have too many rats <laughs> out there, you know? Exactly. You might have thought that this was the beginning of Mark and Kobe's journey home, but this was either never their intention or they'd changed their minds along the way. The pair split up in Wangaratta with Kobe, with Kobe doubling back the way they came, catching the train to the New South Wales town of Yas. 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 <laughs> which is just outside of Canberra. So she's, she's, gone, she's chucked a Yui and she's gone back. She's chucked a Yui and headed back to Yas. Mark stayed behind with the car in Wangaratta, where his behaviour became increasingly confused and aggressive. As night fell, Mark was alone for the first time on the journey, and he began acting suspiciously. There is a report from a young couple that they were tailgated by a man in a silver Peugeot, which matched the description of Ella's car. When they pulled over to let the driver pass, he also pulled over and got out of the vehicle. The man ran towards the car before stopping in the middle of the road and staring at the couple, and then walking into a nearby park. While it's never been confirmed, it's believed that this was Mark Tromp. Police centred their efforts in Wangaratta with the hope that Mark couldn't get much further on foot, since he had left Ella's car on the side of the road, after freaking that couple out. Yeah. On Thursday, September 1st, Mitchell appeared on the Today Show on Channel 9 with Victoria Police, appealing for public information about the whereabouts of his missing parents, and offering some insight into Mark's motivations for packing up his family and leaving everything behind. Mitchell's comments were vague, but he indicated that Mark wasn't in a good headspace and was, quote, scared that people are after him. He said, I've never seen anything like it. It's really hard to explain or put a word on it, but they were just fearing for their lives, and then they decided to flee. Apart from this, he wasn't able to give any specific explanation for the behaviour or explain who his father thought was after him. Ella added that the pressure had been building up at the farm and, quote, the general stress of general life became a bit too much. That's the most general comment I've ever heard. Heaps of people are under general stress of general life. <laughs> Me too. You too. Generally, yes. And you know what? I do actually want to pack it all in and head up to... Yas! Wangaratta to Yas. My life would be better in Yas. You could convince me into it. Yeah. And then we'd talk about it being a shared delusion. Mm. We'd get there and we'd be like, how'd we get here? <laughs> like, it was you. <laughs> and then you'd be like, it was you. And then we'd just stoically drive back home. No, I'd catch the I'd catch PT. <laughs> you I wouldn't catch be able PT. to. <laughs> I couldn't make the trip back with you. Later that afternoon, Jacoba was found in Yas. She was wandering alone in the street in an agitated state. 
She was admitted to hospital where staff recognised her from media reports and called the police. Her mental health was assessed and, quote, wasn't of a good standard, according to police. That's such an Australian way of describing something. We'll just, we won't ever tell you what it is. We'll just tell you what it's not. You know what I mean? There seems to be a frightening lack of communication in this whole case. No one wants to say what's really going on. Yeah. Wasn't good. No. Oh, man, it's not cool. Generally not great. Generally not great. Yeah. Sergeant Mark Knight from New South Wales Police said that in his three decades of policing, this was the most bizarre case that he'd come across. Kobe was picked up from the hospital in a car with Victorian number plates and moved to a mental health facility for further treatment. The search for Mark Trump remained underway. A description was provided in the hope he would be located by a member of the public. Mark was described as being Caucasian, about 185 centimetres tall, with dark brown crew-cut hair, a clean-shaven face, and brown eyes. So that narrows it down, doesn't it? These descriptions always really narrow it down. (laughs) Police also said that they had been investigating a series of break-ins in Wangaratta, including one at a motel, but they were never officially connected to Mark. I'm not going to dump that on Mark. (laughs) There's probably just shit going on in Wangaratta. (laughs) (laughs) You don't like Wangaratta. It's just... Listen, I don't know. I've never, I've never been there. Me neither. I've never been there. But um, doesn't give me good vibes. And why do they call themselves the rural city of Wangaratta? <laughs> That's just a... What's a, What is it when it's like a double negative? It's a... What's that word? You're asking me? Yeah, I'm asking I never you. know the word. You know the word. It's like that thing where t- those two things can't both be true. Oh, you know? yeah. You can't be rural and be a city. I can't think of the word. Maybe it'll come to me. Yeah, no, I feel you. On Saturday, six days after the family initially left their home in Sylvan, Mark was finally located where Kobe had left him, in Wangaratta. It took police three days to find him, since he was sighted in Wangaratta on Wednesday, a town with a population of around 20,000 people. Only 20,000 people they couldn't find him. Must be a lot of corners to hide in and stuff. Must be. Yeah, there must be. He was seen running along the street on the outskirts of Wangaratta near the airport, He was picked up by the police and stayed with them until he was collected by his brother, who was a police officer, and taken back to the farm. As he was driven away, he gave waiting media the middle finger. (laughs) What is this man up to? I kind of love that. He's like, (laughs) what are you looking at? The following week, Mark made a statement elaborating on the events that had occurred. He said, quote, Without reservation, I apologise for the hurt and concern caused by these events. He couldn't elaborate any further on what had caused his distress. At the end of the trip, the family, on their various paths, had travelled around 1,600 kilometres around Victoria and New South Wales. The family were extremely light on the details that were volunteered to the media, which prompted a lot of speculation about what had caused such an unexplainable series of events. Initial theories included the obvious, that the family was running from debt collectors or someone who they owed money to. Over time, the theories got more outlandish, and some people even went as far to say that the family was suffering from chemically-induced psychosis from some of the chemicals that they used on their red currant farm. Don't know about that one. Really? The chemicals? You reckon? What are red currants? (laughs) Oh, I had to Google it. They're illegal in the US. Or something. They can't grow them there. Why? Anyone, any US... Oh. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Why are they oh illegal? Oh my god, I don't know. It, it, I, because I googled them. You mean you saw the page that was like they're illegal? You didn't wonder why. Red currant. It's a member of the goose, the gooseberry family. 
And yeah, why are red currants illegal? Oh, because they are thought to be an intermediate host of the white pine blister rust. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'm glad we know that now. So yeah, do you think the chemicals? <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. Not maybe not um maybe not specifically chemicals from the red currants. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they're saying that either. I think they're just saying chemicals used on a farm. On the farm, yeah. Um, fertilizer. That shit makes you go crazy. Yeah, but when it like when have you ever truly lost the plot sober? You know. Yeah. Of a sober mind. I've only come close to losing it. But I guess people have different thresholds. But to go this far? Mm. Um, but they did drive successfully for quite a long way. So they would have had to be pretty sober. There's nothing out there to drive through. Just big open road. I guess so. But there's a lot of cars out there. I guess so. Anyway. Well, let's float another theory. Mm. One of the more enduring theories is that Mark and Kobe, and potentially the children, suffered from a psychological condition known as folie a deux which is what we've been talking about this whole time, a shared delusion. It's also called shared psychosis or shared delusional disorder and occurs when delusional beliefs or hallucinations are transmitted between people in close relationships. People with this condition fall into a cycle of reinforcing one another's delusions. Rihanna appeared to support this explanation in an interview she did with the Woman's Day magazine, where she said, quote, You do start thinking the same. You have a few things and they do build up. You can get sick in some way. Just another general comment. Yeah. But I do... I see where she's coming from. Yes, yes. Ella and Mitchell were less convinced about this explanation, and both have expressed that the behaviour was bizarre and beyond explanation. During a press conference, Ella said, quote, It is very confusing. I still feel confused. I think our state of minds wasn't in the best place. Um, and yeah, I can't even really... There's no one reason for it. It's bizarre. In the same conference, Mitchell said that he couldn't explain it, but that he wasn't sharing his father's beliefs about the danger when they got into the car to leave. He said, quote, I just had to go with the family because I wanted to see where they were going. I couldn't leave them. But yeah, it was tough to see your family like that, and I've never seen anyone like it, but the main thing is they're okay now. Everyone is safe, everyone is well, so we can just go back to being the family again. He also said that his father was essentially back to his normal self, when he spoke to him, and that he can understand why the public have so many questions about the trip, but that it's a family matter and they wouldn't be sharing any more details. So where are they now? Ella was charged with theft over the car she stole in the Janolan Caves, but the charges were withdrawn by the owner of the vehicle after police explained the nature of the offending and asked if they would drop the charges. The family have kept a low profile since their trip, and it seems that they've returned to their regular lives and work on the farm. There you go. But why do we still not know what went down, huh? This doesn't strike me as a family that talked a lot about things. You're ve- that is very true. Like the Plaths. And welcome to Plathville. <laughs> and if that's the case, I'm just hypothesizing mm. here. Why would they tell us? They're not even going to tell each other. That's very true. Yeah. They'd just be like, oh, I just can't put my finger on it. I don't really yeah. know. It's just the general stress of... Existing. I yeah. can't explain. Girl, you better sit down and have a long think about it. And there's a lot of like, it's fine now. It's fine now. Mm. Energy. I don't think they're um, Brush that under looking the rug. to revisit it. Yeah, You're right. Mood. <laughs> Mood. It's a favourite of mine. It's a, it is strange though. But I will buy the theory that 
Mark as father and oldest and maybe head of the family mm. can sway everyone into maybe not Mitchell, but you say Mitchell was just, you know, and I believe him because he outsed very quickly. Yeah. After I made him throw the phone away. Yeah. He was like, nah. But I could see how, like, um, I guess the father of a family could talk his family into, like, leaving because of danger. Hmm. Yeah. Definitely. And, like, they were a somewhat, like, regional, like, a farming family. Mm. And I know, like, at least from experience, the dynamics within those families mm. aren't, like, they're very, like, um, for, at least for the most part, quite patriarchal and very traditional and often very like I'm not quite sure I've never been to where they were from but like maybe they were quite isolated yeah and they didn't have many like connections outside of their family and so they just kind of got in this thing together and just went down the rabbit hole well they lived and worked on the farm you're right what What else are they doing exactly Mm. yeah I'm not sure what the like community is like out there but interesting yeah the bad trip theory, they did, like, it About, was a whole week. You mean the chemicals? Or even, like, if there was a, even, say they took something. Oh, okay. Even that, I'm like, yeah, they could drive. And the narrative lasted a long time. Mm. Like, the dad was still cooking it when they found him after six days. Mm. No trip lasts that no long. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. But it is weird that, like, everyone except Mitchell and um Ella was found in, like, not a great state. They weren't doing too well. Yeah. Like, um, Kobe and Rihanna. Yeah. Were both, like... Mm. They were unwell. Strange. Yeah. I wonder if it was just, like, the... Like, the immediacy of the trip, I guess. Mm. And then they just... When I say trip, I mean, like, the road trip. Not the trip trip. And that they just didn't have time to process it. And Mm. just on... Yeah. In that environment, they then sort of, like... Yeah. Didn't didn't bode very well and That's true. The pressure was on and And then suddenly you're like alone in a different town. Yeah. You don't know where you are. You yeah. don't have your phone. You don't have any money. Yeah. And this was like by the way, this was twenty sixteen. Yeah. We are relying we are relying on our phones for everything in twenty sixteen. Yeah. What can your phone not do in twenty sixteen? That was only Did four we have years Apple Pay? Ago. We just had Apple Pay. Yeah. Strange. It's so strange, isn't it? I guess we'll never know. We'll never know. But there we go. There's the case for today. The Trump family. Do you reckon there are any other um, theories? That I can think of? Yeah. Maybe they wanted to get some clout. For their red current. For their red current farm because I know that they used to do like a um, come and pick your own fruit. It was like a Mm -hmm. touristy thing on the farm. Mm. Mm. But look, I don't think that's true. Can you make jam out of that? Red currants. Let's look it up. We don't know anything about red currants. What can you do with red currants? Jam. You were right, jam. And yogurt cakes. And you can eat them raw. I I thought so, I guess. They look a, look like a berry. What can you do with a glut of red currants? A glut? Make jam. Cool. Are they poisonous? <laughs> Yes, it's like, yes, and then we're like, case solved. Unripe berries or a large number of ripe berries are mildly poisonous and can cause vomiting and diarrhea. <laughs> so they went on a week-long road trip. <laughs> the best three, three-way combo. Road trip, diarrhea, and vomiting. Ideal. Mm. Right. I guess we should just wrap it up. Yeah, that's it. 
There's not much more to that. They all made it home. Everyone's fine. Mm. Just a whack road trip. Yeah. We will see you guys next week. Or maybe... Maybe you'll never hear from us again. Maybe we'll go on a road trip and you'll all wonder. But you'll know. You will know because we said it. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Okay. Cool. See yous. Bye. Bye.